<laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome. Welcome back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Did you want to start? I was so used to it. Charles surprised me with this sweet jam. Boba fell into the Welcome, everyone, to the Book of Boba, Season 1, Episode 4, Show Discussion. Woo! Yeah. That was, of course... Super excited. <laughs> super excited. <laughs> We've got um, the prophets over at Parks and Rec who have uh, predicted the show's opening sequence, and then now the, the pit song is all <laughs> coming back. We let's all fall into the pit together as we discuss um, chapter four. I'm in, Charles. I'm in. I'm in as well. So I mean, you just got to dive right into it. There's no other way. Um, well, you could lower yourself down on a rope, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. it doesn't look fun. No, no. Um, you could, but you could also, um, I guess, just like have try and jetpack over it and then your jetpack's damaged so you just like like <laughs> crash into the ground and then roll in but we don't need to be doing any of that no swan dive complete yeah <laughs> yeah no no net nothing but it's just total swoosh oh no no rim nothing but net that's the that's the basketball term right <laughs> i think so one of those sport games that's basketball right so all right well we're um we're in Book of Boba, guys. Uh, another, you know, decent episode. I don't know what you thought, Derek, but for me, it's like, it's not the same show it was the first two episodes, I'm going to be honest, but still very good. That's my... Um, interesting. This was, I think, my favorite episode. Really? A favorite? Yeah. It was really good. There was a lot that went on, I think. Um, you know, it, it like you said... Better it did than have the train heist? Uh, yeah, I mean, for like, like advancing the show and kind of, I don't know, broader implications. We get a little Mandalorian in there. We have, you know, maybe I'm a little hyped for episode five, which we haven't seen yet. I think it comes out tonight, actually, um, mm -hmm. as of the recording. And um, I, well, it comes you know, out tomorrow. I, I, tomorrow we're recording this on a Tuesday. It comes out on a Wednesday. Yeah. Okay, maybe I don't know. People don't come here for news. They come here for our great takes. Although speaking of news, Star Wars just announced they're making three more video games with the publisher that made uh, with the developer that made uh, Fallen Order. And one of the three games they're going to make is another Fallen Order game. So, that's news. It's pretty good. That just dropped today. You're not going to get it for two more days. So it'll be old. <laughs> but it's news literally hours old. So, there you go. So, if you're up to date as me, that is good news. That's pretty quick yeah. in the news cycle. Yeah, yeah for yeah. Uh, for Roger Roger, because we uh, what were you saying? Book of Boba was four episodes for what like two forever weeks or something. to like after the first episode, like two episodes in, we're like, wow, it's halfway over. <laughs> oh, well, it's a nope. pleasant surprise. Pleasant surprise indeed, and uh, and another pleasant surprise that you enjoyed it as much as you did. I mean, we'll get into it here. Um, you know, maybe it's also that I. The last episode, I was like, what? 
you know? So yeah. I don't know. You know, if I watch them all in order again, um, I did particularly like The Train, but the first episode was really good. Mm-hmm. And I, I thought just this episode was just downright cool. A lot of good things happened in it. Um, right. What we could, you know, we'll discuss. So, yeah, the episode opens with, you know, the back to tank, and we jump right into a flashback of Boba staking out Jabba's palace back in the day. And I guess this was when, um, what's his face was in charge? Bib Fortuna Bib there? Fortuna, yes. Yep. So he's got his trusty Bantha, like a Bantha. He's that <laughs> slowly becoming a meme now where he's on the bike. And he's like, like a Bantha. Uh, I so, like it. He's on a literal bantha. You know, he's eating like chunks of meat and uh, throwing who... some uh, meat in his mouth too. They're having a yep, good time. Yep, yep, feeding the bantha. He's got a this connection with animals. That's a new like character development for Boba that we haven't seen before. But I guess Maybe in the it's holiday a deep special, thing or something. he rides yeah. the brontosaurus thing. I don't know. I haven't seen the holiday special, thankfully. Uh, and the uh, and there's that lizard on the box art of the special editions. Right, right. It's true. So maybe he has like maybe that's a deep lore thing. We don't know. Maybe, maybe it's like a new thing. Could but be. either way, it this just shows his sensitive side. Um, we see some clips, some like a flare going off, and these are scenes that happened in the Mandalorian. Yep. So we're nearing, we're very close to present day with all this Mandalorian stuff, and that's very exciting. And it begs the question if maybe one day we'll actually get to see the Mandalorian. I don't think so. I just think it's You don't closer. think you're going to see him next episode? I think it would be ridiculous if he doesn't pop in. You think so? I think it would be, yeah, I mean, it ended with, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think this was a clear we're going to get, he's going to hang out for an episode. I would like that. That would be fun. It, it's you know, bold Boba was on if his they show. don't do that. Now he's going on Boba's show. It's bold if they don't. That's <laughs> that's a huge D move if they don't. The whole don't episode I, was setting just, up, hey, we're getting Mando they, back in. They are, like, the timelines are converging now. We've got the... They're the up flash- to date by the end of the episode, yeah. Yes, yeah, pretty much. So, but before we get there, we've got, you know, Boba meeting... Or I don't know if he's meeting Fennec Sand for the first time because he kind of knows of her. They've been around since the Clone Wars, so I I'm think sure they're just aware. They probably have crossed paths, yeah, as right. bounty as like the two best <laughs> right. or up there. You know, maybe she was. You know, she's the best now that everybody um, that was on in Cloud City is dead. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly, and then. Where does he take her with her like guts hanging out and stuff? But he yeah. takes her to what is now. When I watched this, I was like, okay, is Disney gonna try and make this a thing now with these teenage body modders? mod shops? Yeah, yeah mod shops. Uh, they really are trying in this episode. It's funny. I I, I, I can just picture like the showrunners for the show reading the reactions to episode three and they're like oh man they're not gonna like episode four well see see this is one of the reasons why i like this episode this kind of makes it not stupid it's not the best thing but it definitely makes it a little more manageable like okay so it's kind of a seedy underground thing it still doesn't make sense because it would be really expensive but whatever um and it kind of shows you it's not as dumb as it originally played out and i never had a problem with the mod part it just didn't make sense financially on tatooine but 
I, yeah. I think this kind of like builds it a little more, makes it a little more credible, and it's. I, I had no problem with this whole scene. Of, you know, this was yeah, pretty good for right. me. And you know, I was thinking over the past week, reflecting on the episode. You know, we we weren't the reflecting we weren't on those the speeder bikes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because they're so well polished <laughs> in this beautiful desert planet. But it's like. You know, I didn't want to be as much of a hater as everyone else was on those scenes. And although I didn't like them, I was like, you know what? This whole planet, Tatooine is a whole planet. And Star Wars gets a rap for these, like, it's like, oh, you have the ice planet. You have the forest planet. You have the desert planet. I mean, if it is a huge planet like planet Earth, for example, with varying topographies and cultures and stuff, theoretically, maybe on the other end of the planet, there were body modders and they're just like immigrating over closer to where, uh, Could be. Uh, mo- you know, where most Isley is and stuff like that. So, you just, you know, there's room to explore the greater planet of Tatooine outside of this one little city area. Um, and maybe in those places, there's uh, it's more preppy teens with high tech that they can and and knowledge. It's so certainly how. possible, but like the varying topography is not. I don't think that is canon to Tatooine because I believe just like most. I mean, George Lucas, I believe did that kind of right. Most planets in the universe are bland. They're just mm. one note, and the special ones are you know like Earth. So just the sand planet is what is what is what it is, but the different, um, I guess, uh, what do they call the mayor? I guess the different mayors, different cities could have different cultures because, like you said, it's a giant planet. The other side of the, uh, you know, most Esli, most Espa are close together, but there could be most Mater, you know, yeah, all the way, yeah. all the way <laughs> on the South Pole or something. <laughs> right, um, and in and, those and places there could the be same, other cultures, but, you know, right, a bunch of hip teens. Running mm-hmm. around, learning about cybernetics and all that cool stuff, um, and uh, certainly they were cool in this in this shop. You know, they were all super. Like, yeah, but the thing is, looking. they grew up there. We know that. <laughs> I think the girl said it. So, um, I like what you're trying to do, Charles. I love <laughs> well, it. Well, it's been many years now. I'm sure they've like immigrated over from other parts of the planet. Okay, you know? like, sure, it could happen. The the not dusty parts. Yeah, well, the parts where they invented a way to um, remove dust, dust without water. <laughs> ah, dust repellent. Like paint. I dust, like, it. like a mag, an anti-magnetic ray that shoots a sonic frequency <laughs> that just removes all dirt off a bike and highly polishes. I'm going to make know? a magnetron and put <laughs> yeah. it on the bikes. <laughs> yeah, I'll clean it with sound. I like it. Yeah. Charles, man, you could have you would have written a better episode three. I can tell you. Oh, I don't know about that. These guys are way more talented than me. I don't know, but I, I can like definitely sit in my counts. armchair and pick all over it afterwards. <laughs> I think you're adding to it. I think you're adding to it. Yeah, you're you deepening know, the lore for me. I am for sale, Disney. So <laughs> I work for cheap for Star Wars. So just keep that in mind. Unlike the modder who charged uh, an arm and a yeah, leg. Like, uh, uh, it looked expensive, you know. I guess. It was a sack of coins. And he's like, well, yeah. you should have started with that, man. That's what made me think of Pulp Fiction where Samuel Jackson's like, that's all you had to say. <laughs> like, <laughs> like we got, I think that's Pulp Fiction. But... Um, yeah, so they do the cool, mo- and they're playing this like techno music, like yeah, that was a little much, but all right. Meanwhile, he's just like taking like a butter knife and like cutting her open, and then putting these little hydraulics, and he's poking around, he's soldering wires. 
It also, it, like, took like a couple hours. Uh, it looked like it took a long time. You know, it was a it was I, a decently long. Not sequence. a couple of days. I think it went pretty quick. For uh, let's remove all your internal organs and put robot parts in. But I guess it's future Star Wars, or I guess it's the past. But it you know seemed to have happened in one sitting. Uh, Boba's yeah. a patient guy, so it could have taken hours. Um, but it was all a montage. They purposely didn't, you know. They purposely didn't close her up. I kind of like his took, arm, not his arm. Cannon, yeah, he was able to like surgical like a Swiss Army thing. arm that he was able was pretty to like cool. put different parts on. Yeah. Which, if you are a cybernetic enhancements body shop owner, artist, mechanic, artist, whatever you want yeah. to say, all, uh, it's all. a pretty neat enhancement. I wonder and, if you if you could do that yourself though. And Probably but my not. thought with Fennec Sand immediately when they were like and and cover up all that beautiful machinery i'm like won't sand get in there <laughs> that's a lot of parts for sand to work its way in and nobody gunk up all the gears the and... i know <laughs> they haven't touched upon that since r2 got uh, or somebody got sand in their servos so oh, yeah <laughs> they just ignore it it's dumb but whatever you know speeder bikes it's just like you gloss over that one Exactly, and she's wearing clothes. You know, you don't see. She does it unless... keep it covered normally, but like right yeah. after they say "don't cover it up," it cuts to her like passed out in the sand with her with, with it her open. parts yeah. open. I'm like, come on! But I did like that scene where she wakes up and realizes her guts are all cybernetic, and she's kind of freaking out. And they play like a scary music sting and stuff like that. Yeah. I, you know, it's kind of. It's kind of frightening stuff if you think about it. Yeah, I mean, you wake up and your whole middle part of your body is mechanical. You're going to be a little whacked out. And she took it pretty well. She Then she drank her uh, black weird melon. black melon, which now we know is not water. I don't know what they kept calling it water, but uh, I think it's a seed maybe. It's the black. And it's gross. Melon. In apparently. time, you'll start to crave it, you know? Kind of like their relationship. <laughs> Over time, they'll start to <laughs> like each other more. <laughs> You know, it's a metaphor. Not yep. really, but um so she's like, You're selling me out, I'll double my bounty and he's like, Don't worry about it. Yeah, he's like, I'm over this. I don't care anymore. Well, Which I think it's like we've got one know? job, I think was the Well was the he piece. no, I mean before that he was like, I I'm not bounty hunting anymore. I kinda lived with the Tuscans. I I I'm not doing this anymore. I'm sick of it. And mm-hmm. he all he wanted to do was um get revenge. Exactly, and he was going to call it quits and live probably live in the desert for the rest of his life. But he found a different path. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's interesting just to see like she's familiar with the name Boba, and she's like, "Oh, Boba." Oh, she dead. was impressed. Yeah, <laughs> she was like, "Oh, but he was like, Boba." No, I went through this whole thing, and uh, eventually, now they got massacred by the speed bikers, and I needed to get my revenge, and you're going to help me. Yep. So. And then you're you could go free. So she takes out her cool. Uh, well, they go back to Jabba's palace. She takes out her cool orb, and they do some recon. That's right, some good old fashioned recon with her like probe droid light, probe yeah. droid air, probe droid mini, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. <laughs> yeah, they're the ones that are bitty, bitty. <laughs> and the way big bigger ones. and have like yeah. tentacles. Um, 
and can shoot lasers and stuff, this is the, the Mini, more affordable with most of the same function and a convenient travel size package. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> you should always go for these, right? <laughs> yeah, un unless you want something with weapons, but... Yeah, and I guess this might not hold up on the, in the winds of Hoth, you know? Yep, that's true. Something a little more durable, maybe longer battery life, who knows? Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, it's scoping out the the kitchen of Jabba's palace. And well, yeah, well, I think it came up through the sewer grate, and there was a, I guess, a garbage disposal. There's just a sewer line there. So that was their entry point. Right, right. So Boba bids farewell to his bantha, and they prepare to they prepare to uh, take off. But before that, there's actually this interesting dialogue between Fennec Sand and uh, and Boba, which kind of brings back the whole like, what is the theme of the show? What's the theme of the story? Where Fennec is like, what the heck? are you going to do? It's like, why are you doing this? You can't he's leave like, this life. He's like, you're a hunter. You want to, she says, you're a hunter. You want to lead a, a family or whatever they call it, a gantra. And he's like, why not? You know, it's mm -hmm. cool. And she's like, you're a hunter. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I'm tired of working for idiots who are going to get me killed. Which is an interesting sentiment, I guess. Um, hey, I think it's fair. It's happened to him quite a few times over the course of his career, even since he was a kid. He mm -hmm. was dealing with bad bosses that got into st stupid situations, yeah. and now he's sick of it. He's uh, He wants something new. He's not going to bounty hunt anymore after his time with the uh, the Tuscans, and mm -hmm. yeah, he's, he's he like, why not? He also says, the Tuscans took me in and made me part of their tribe. So right there, it's like, oh, I've worked for Vader, I've worked for Jabba whatever it's never worked out for me i lived with the tuscans i actually felt like i was part of a community and and family was never anything that he really had he was a clone right. he had a relationship with his dad but his dad was taken from him mercilessly by the evil jedi the jedi overlord scum. mace windu and their evil republic yeah <laughs> and uh, so he was orphaned at a young age by the jedi thanks to the jedi and um he has found a tribe for the first time, and that's you could see how much that has impacted him later in life. He wants he to make a new one. He said he was ready to leave hunting behind. His own words, and then Fennec says, "You know, people like us don't get to decide when we're finished." So, I, I think this whole show we've seen him kind of get pulled back. You know, wearing the armor and having to fight people and stuff like that, and learning how to delegate and take command when people don't see you that way right is is a huge part of this so but i've been seeing you know i don't read any of them but i keep seeing like on my google news thing mm -hmm. like oh, you know boba's dead blah, 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 blah. i'm like dude if you uh, watch like any of the movie like the original not the the prequels and then the clone wars and then the subsequent stuff th this is it's in character for him they're, the writing is decent. Like, I don't know why people are uppity about this. It makes sense that he would want another family. He has just gotten massacred. His families keep getting massacred. Mm -hmm. All of his brothers are dead. And uh, he wants, he's going to, now it's going to be a crime family, but it's still going to be a family, and he's yeah. going to treat everybody and rule with respect. Mm -hmm. And I think that's perfectly in character for where Boba yeah. has come from and going. 
And the whole show is about the character of Boba changing because let's yeah. be honest, there was never really a character in the first place for, until maybe Clone Wars. But and he's and in he, character for Clone Wars. I think. I think this progression makes perfect sense. Yeah, I think people just wanted Boba to remain the badass guy in the helmet that flies around and shoots ankle rockets or knee rockets and uh, yeah. and. Um, has flamethrowers and a rocket pack and drives the slave run around yeah. slave one around going on missions and that's just not the show that we're getting the show we're getting is that's a very kind patient, of the fir- silent introspective mm-hmm. show that and the show that people would expect to be a boba show was kind of like the first five episodes of the mandalorian season yeah, one exactly which is funny you know because yeah. before like his character was built and I have to imagine this was done on purpose because it reflects the original Boba in such an interesting way where his character was built through minimal dialogue and like how he emoted through the helmet and the suit and his gestures. Yeah. And it really like you got to give credit to, um, you know, I don't know the actor's name, but he is it really worked you really understood his character by the end of the the show before you know the helmet and all of that you really felt it and i think that's hard to do and that's kind of what people thought the boba show would be and boba isn't that he has a character he has an arc he has a story and a lot of people just weren't aware of it and well you know you know, maybe uh, watch some more Star Wars, guys. It's true. And just for the record, the actor who plays the Mandalorian is Pedro Pascal. And he also uh, yeah. was the Viper in Game of Thrones. So got a cool gotta name. give love to that. And he was also in Narcos. And, you know. He was also the villain in Wonder Woman 2. I did not see Wonder Woman 1984. Uh, so <laughs> It's I, interesting. I, I missed that one. But uh, that's good to know. So, yeah, fantastic actor. Agreed totally. And, yeah, that one had was more of like an adventure show. This show has some, like, fun adventure scenes in it, but it, I wouldn't classify it as an adventure show. It's very much like a, I don't know what you'd call it, like a drama, like a character-driven <laughs> drama kind with of, the occasional uh, action pieces in it. Like, it's... Yeah. I, it, 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 what's it, Sopranos called? That's like, a drama. But is it like an action drama? I guess they just call no, it a drama. No, this is straight up Then drama. yeah, I guess this is a drama. Crime drama. With good action pieces when it happens. Mm. Um, Woke up yeah. this morning. Got some <laughs> black melon. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, yeah. Hey, you could call it a crime drama. I mean, literally. So. Yeah, but you know what? It's not so much about... The crime and like no, the right, organized yeah. crime and the pot like there's it it's seated in like the yeah. last episode like there's the pike. it's an action drama is what I would classify right. it as because mm-hmm. it's too actiony to gloss over that because there's been an action piece right in every episode and so this far, episode multiple. ends yeah. with a sit down yeah like but you I don't know the guy like Bob is so righteous and all that it's hard to picture that like oh yeah they're criminals and then like but the way Tatooine works it's like they're basically politicians well what's the difference am I right but (laughs) (laughs) hey 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 but um, yeah it's interesting you know to to see that it is technically got a bit of crime drama in here as well yeah but that's Uh, some classic Star Wars action peppered in too so I think that's kind of where it falls in this like unique Mm -hmm. area because it's not as adventure-y 
as the Mandalorian. No, it's not as light as the Mandalorian. It's not as like thrilling as the Mandalorian. It's it's a much more calm than that, except for these moments of action, like when Boba fights the knife chef who has more arms than Grievous. Just want to point out, the guy's and he's got spinning s- them too. Yeah, he's got six arms. So technology has really come a long way uh, since the Clone Wars. <laughs> <laughs> this is the peak of robotics. Exactly. Except um, also- it's vulnerable in the neck instead of the chest well, cavity. They could only do so much. They're not perfect. But, but kudos I- to that brave chef robot who was ready to go to war. Yeah, and the uh, the repurposed medical droid, I think. He, they went down, too. But, okay, so I couldn't tell if this was, like, really interesting CGI, or were those practical robots? I think those were practical robots. The little droid, I'm not sure. I think that's yeah, CGI. Yeah, he almost looks stop-motion-y at times. Like, I feel oh, like maybe. I feel like at, a, at certain points... Like when he's fl- doing flips and stuff and he's diving, he's probably CGI. But I feel like at certain points, the little droid was real. And mm-hmm. I feel like the bigger robots were practical. And I think that's awesome. They look great. Yeah, the robots did look fun. They, like, this show is interesting. We've brought it up a couple times where things look a little janky, but in like a movie magic in the cool best kind way. of way. Yeah. yeah. The like tangibleness of the costumes and certain droids and certain creatures in this mm-hmm. world like it's kind of charming in a in a way and yeah, yeah just as a it's, movie it's kind watcher of a or tv show watcher it's it's nice to see over like a hyper realistic cgi right. effect because it looks it, it looks and feels different because maybe you know the spinning knife blade was an effect on the arms mm-hmm. but that robot was there because you could even yeah. see it in the background once it's dead like that was there the yeah. The the janky stop motion walk of the medical droid while he was looking around was there. When mm. the mouse, that's not a mouse droid. I don't know what this type of droid is, but um, when it looks around the corner, it's there. Somebody, it's like puppeting it. But then yeah. when it's running around, it's either really good stop motion or it's probably some sort of effect they like use on the real. I don't know, but it, it whatever this is, is good, and I want to see more of it. Yeah, it's good, and I want to see more, but if I'm going to be honest with the listeners out there, I found this whole scene to be just a touch too silly. For me, it's like I'm having a hard time pinning down the tone of this show. Like we said, it's not a crime show. It's not a drama. It's not like a totally a character-driven thing. It's like Mm -hmm. all of that stuff mixed together, but it kind of like changes and ebbs and flows through them in a way that like when you're so invested in one of them like after you watch a 10 minute like action adventure scene then you get pulled into like this comedy thing of like oh hit the mouse with the thing and then hold him up and be like i am boba fett and then the robot (laughs) knows like is intimidated by that and shuts itself off it's like what is what are we watching to clarify i wanted more of the the mixing of practical oh yeah 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 i knew i knew that's what you were saying that's why (laughs) i I was like i want more of that too but the actual scene itself was i thought this not bad but weird yeah it's like is boba like a silly guy now or is he like a a tragic guy now is he uh like what is he like he's showing a sense of humor meddling 
he's he's showing a sense of humor in these scenes, but it's like you need something funny for the kids. You need to be like right. slap, stomping around the kitchen like Ratatouille. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's I'm, I, that's what happened. I mean, no source obviously because I never do. But you know, after the first two episodes, somebody was like, "This is going to be too boring for the kids." Like, right. throw in some speeder bikes and. Uh, Sure, you and know, all that racket, and thing, no right, one you know, knew they were there. Everybody loves Ratatouille. None of those robots sent a sequence. The whole Ratatouille scene went off without a hitch. Well, see, that's nothing new. I've thought about that, that robots in Star Wars never alert anybody anytime <laughs> ever. You think so they would trip fine. some kind of security no. system No, that's something. been going on literally since the original trilogy, and they've never touched that. So for some mm. reason... Like, droids don't have walkie-talkies just built in. I don't get it. I don't know why it seems like something you would obviously do. Yeah, exactly. You'd have some kind of command center that would sense when a robot gets shut off or something. And the reaction would be so immediate. Right. Or even intruder, I'm going to immediate... Like, there's no way you could even shoot a robot fast enough to have that signal not go out. Right. You know, so... But but the alarms did go off eventually, guys. And this is the thing. These, These rider types are working for Bib Fortuna... And now they're in a shootout as Boba is trying to get the Slave One. Iconic mm-hmm. showing of the Slave One. Boba's reclaiming his ship. And Fennec is um, covering for him with some suppressing fire. Um, so that was a better scene because it was a bit more intense. A lot of, um, I think it's Hondo's species from the Clone Wars. I think there are a lot of the aren't bikers. those the yeah the biker species is like that yeah, yeah I thought They're that too I was like yeah, yeah one of these could be a Hondo type. I think a, a bunch of them are, and I know they're not related to Hondo's pirate group. But if we, I've, I would love to see Hondo. He's like one of my. Favorite I would love to see Hondo too. I, I think a live action Hondo would be a lot of fun. Yeah, and they got the makeup. It's they obviously they, they could got do the it. Yeah. the species. They can do it, and he comes mm. in like with his stupid cow, not cowboy, a pirate hat. It's like, hey, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah. That be would great. be a lot of fun. I think that would be a really cool thing to see. He'd Maybe probably one be day. old, though. And then one thing I got to notice, Fennec Sand blew up what looked like an extra long gonk droid. Very sad. Yes. Very sad. Yeah. I mean, we've seen that before, though. It might have happened in the Bad Batch once. They they carry fuel a lot of the time. Classic and, uh, action movie easy... trope of just yeah. blowing up a tank of something by yeah, shooting fuel, it. Yeah. Which Mythbusters debunked completely. It's not possible. But maybe with lasers and star fuel, maybe it is. Yeah. Well, and uh, um, most blasters are not lasers, by the way. To go <laughs> to go full Star Wars. What? Whether well, they are not blast, they're not lasers. They look like no, lasers. No, they're not to me. lasers. They're not though. Lasers would move at the speed of light. These are. Mm. Um, See, I'm not. I'm These not good enough lasers. to know. It, yeah, they're um, <laughs> pla- like plasma bullets, I think, because you load them in, and you could be out of ammo, which is not something plasma that would happen bullets? with a laser. Okay. It's some. There's a word for it, and I don't remember what it is. So I, I know some lore. Like I did, like last episode, I said, "Oh, here's what I think the spider droid is." Uh, <laughs> I turned out to be right, but I never have nice. all the information. I usually <laughs> only have a little bit. You retain some of it anyway. So, yeah, you get this faction scene just continued. They blow up the 
with the plasma bullet whatever's the uh, gonk xl explodes uh, plus. boba's like oh, i'm trying to drive this thing and she's like i i'm a little busy over here you know like really we're it's some really tropey action sequence stuff here but it was also i laughed when she just like punched the um gamoran guard who <laughs> was on the slave one she just yeah. like just boom 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 it's just funny to watch one get beat up they look like you got kind of feel sorry for them they don't look like they're in <laughs> fighting shape but apparently they're vicious they, they do a pretty good job that you know they hang up right so fennec sand doing what she does best kicking ass uh, they get the ship all loaded up, and not before. Did I say plasma bullets? Because I just looked it up. You did mention plasma bullets. Got yes. it. Nice. It was right. But, I mean, you weren't like uh, you said a bunch of stuff, but you did say plasma bullets. I'll give you credit. For yeah, that. but that was... I right. But everything I said was right. It was just said poorly. So mm-hmm. that's fun. Mm-hmm. And that's how I like to um, inform the fans. Is poorly and slowly <laughs> right. but with the right information <laughs> right right so they get away on the slave one well Very... before that i liked how you know they were struggling getting out of the you know uh, the hangar we he takes them part of the wall which is yeah. pretty cool they were a bit rusty you could tell with that yeah. whole kitchen fiasco and then you know grinding up yeah, the it's their hangar. first mission you know and now, mm-hmm. now he has to deal with the reconstruction. That yeah. stinks. I know, I know. He damaged his own hangar. But yep, and he's he... got to get the uh, the the turbo cannons uh, WD forty'd up. They're not spinning. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Fennec Sand's got to pick the sand out of her gears. Yeah, um, they need to do a bunch of stuff. But before <laughs> that, Boba just flies over a flock of. Nikto bikers and just just shoots them all. Right. So this is what I don't get, Charles. So they didn't show the Tuscan murders, but Boba is. They just were fine with him obliterating like thirty guys. Yeah. Well, I think they're just like nameless henchmen that you can blow up, versus like little kids and like that. Right. But that's the we talked about that. That's the depth of it. That makes you feel. That makes you. Hey, it's I a, agree. like a juxtaposition. Well, so it we was don't afraid have to, talk to about go too far into the dramatic period. This is pretty far. He show. just murders. He just yeah, freaking killing a bunch like of guys. Just falls in the action adventure revenge. I guess so. Vibe. I don't know. It was pretty. And cold, we just wanted man. to hear the classic of the slave one. Oh yeah, and we'll we'll get to the other one. I really like the. Yeah, we'll get to that later. But yeah, he, it does have really cool sounding um, blasters or turbo lasers. They might be lasers, but I doubt. Um, they kept that original sounds. And we get the, uh, what is it? It's like a timed s- seismic pulse mine Ooh. coming later. Oh, which is yeah. one, which is like my one of the best sound effects they came up with in <laughs> there, uh, in some, Star Wars. I love yeah. that one. There's some great sounds in Star Wars, and when you get like you can tell the ones that come up that are like the classics. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, that's a good one. Well, that right. So his late uh, his um, ship, all of the sounds, but that yep. one, the the seismic disrupting mine that is a prequel that's a hey good job prequels that's a top tier sound effect prequel represent you know yeah it's always good to see 
Because yeah, he's like, so, uh, hold on, everybody. I'm going to dramatically just go really slow <laughs> so into the... T- I was like, why don't you just shoot it from space? <laughs> well, he wasn't trying to kill it. He was just trying to oh, see, trying to get like, his armor. is my armor in he there? He forgot right. about the Jawas. I guess he yeah. was a bit of a hallucinator. He's like, I'm going to Oh, yeah, he was passed out. He had no idea. So mm-hmm. he was just checking. He was like, why do- I don't have to kill this thing. I don't think he knew... Or maybe he didn't remember it has like tentacles and a beak. I mean, who did? Until the George beak Lucas is like official it. canon now, right? It's like to see yeah. the beak again. It's like, okay, okay. They right, so honored I, the know. George Lucas edit. <laughs> yeah, I guess you can't not. I, I understand that. Man, that's it's sad to see the um, Sarlacc pit is like officially canonically gone. Yeah, well, so we put after their whole. Uh, ship debacle with the tentacles they accidentally drop oh no she does it on purpose she drops in the the mine i don't know how she knew that was a mine button and then it drops it goes the which is really cool (laughs) and it just sliced that sucker in half he there is no sarlacc anymore which is so sad well i believe there are more on the planet like there's scary terrifying creatures let's be real but it's also it's like an iconic star wars character and that's yeah that's gone you know i don't think it was a one-off though you know there's other sarlaccs on tatooine somewhere but Mm. not this one not the one next to uh um jabba's pleasure skiff (laughs) ruins right so it drops the uh, is this a plasma bomb now? What is this? Uh, I, I was making like, up names for it. It's just like fire in the hole, which again, yeah. another like corny action trope. But yeah, the cool as it waves across the Sarlacc pit's body and through the sand and all those old remnants of Jabba's ship, everything just all mm-hmm. kind of caves in. It's, you know, another beautiful metaphor for that part of his life and existence just sinking away into the sand into the past it's like time to move on guys this shit is exploded and gone (laughs) this is not coming back we literally dropped a bomb on this whole fuck fifth lived thing (laughs) this whole uh this whole uh flipping back the thing thing so um r.i.p to the sarlacc pit pour one out for our fallen homies Yep. And uh, pour one in, <laughs> pour one down to the pits, or or uh, slowly repel a boba in because that's what he does for the next like six hours. He looks for his armor right, with <laughs> uh, no unsuccessfully, luck. yeah. Well, it's not there, um, and he probably should have figured that, but I guess it's the first place, right? To look. He like comes out burning with acid, and she's like pouring water on him, yeah. And... She's like, What are you doing, you idiot? <laughs> yeah. He like, really this wants is a his bad idea. Back. Yeah. So, well, I guess she doesn't get the the the, the bascarness of it. Oh, she kind of does. She mentions it by name. So, right. but yeah, then we get a quick uh, quick montage of um, some Mandalorian stuff where he takes the throne, and uh, Boba is uh, he wakes up again and he's done with his back. To he, I, I think we're wrapped up. He's healed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's nice. And like right before that, they have a nice conversation where it's like, "Hey, I'll, I'll cut you in on anything good that happens, and uh, I'll pledge my life to protect yours." So, mm-hmm. yeah, because she was like, "Hey, I'll be your 
call guy, you know, let me know if you need a job, but I don't want to give up bounty hunting. And he, you know, gave her an offer she couldn't refuse. Right, right. And then she said, wow, your time with the Tuscans had made you soft. And then he says another thematic. Exactly. Another thematic line right here. It's made me strong. You can only get so far without a tribe. And everyone at home watching should have had their ears perked because, like, that's the whole point of the show, people. That's, like, Boba Fett was this lone wolf character, mysterious. It's about family. But it's about family. It's about (laughs) tribe. (laughs) Well, I mean, it is. I mean, that's – I mean, look at – uh, Grogu and Mando look at the entire Bad Batch look mm-hmm. at this show it's you know I'm I wouldn't be surprised if eventually we got some sort of you know uh, jet new Jedi school show um, yep. it's this is it coming up with family units that found family units that don't uh, suck is kind of where <laughs> Star Wars is going Right. It has been for years now, so for sure. It's all the related to people keep are seeing each that, other. yeah. So Right. Yeah, it's good to see and it's an important thematic point that we should all be paying attention to as the show comes to an end of like, okay, this whole idea of you need your tribe, you can't get far without mm-hmm. a tribe, family, whatever you want to call it, is gonna be important as we but figure you should... out what's going on here. Yeah. You should also think about it when new shows are announced and when Mm -hmm. you're like this should not have been a super surprise to anybody being like oh Boba Fett it's going to be like that no this this theme is going to be in it family and found family or tribe whatever you want to call it is going to be in every Star Wars show for the the foreseeable future I don't know what it's going to be in Obi-Wan but it's going to be it's this is too ingrained in the new Star Wars media for it to you know, and you know they said it for the 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 sequel trilogy. We didn't really see it, but they said it, so they were already thinking it back then. Um, and we're finally seeing it translate onto the screen since mm-hmm. the Bad Batch, really, maybe a little before that. And um, well, the Mandalorian, where he was, yeah, you know, for sure. well, I say even a, before that, but yeah, th- yeah, the but Mando exactly, right? So I, I mean, I don't know. We could speculate when get a little closer to obi-wan because that theme is going to be there um mm-hmm. i wonder what it is uh, i guess you'll learn to love uh, luke skywalker that's gonna be my guess i don't think they meet at all or maybe he's I, watching over him the whole time whether and luke he's aware uh, he's aware of him but i don't think they like and hang his out whole point of no they don't but i think he's watching him and protecting him you know yeah, I think he's going to end up with some sort of little crew, although they do call him a crazy space hermit. So, <laughs> um, I Pretty don't know. Much. It's going to be it's going to be there. I'm telling you. Maybe uh I don't know. We'll we'll figure that out. We got to we'll think on that. We'll figure that when we get there. Yeah. Well, someday soon. But yeah. until then, we've like you said like highlight reel through the rest of the bank back to tank memories. He gets out the dressing droid, which again, that, another practical effect kind of cool thing mm-hmm. of the wavering arms trying to hold up the uh, the cloak. And he's like, congratulations, Mr. Fett, you're completely healed, which is my clue to indicate that we are all caught up now. <laughs> yeah, like, we're, we're no here. more flashbacks. We're yes, done. Exactly. So he's all healed now, which we're super happy for. And he's decided to gear up and organize this sit down i guess so well before the sit down we have uh our new wookie tearing it up in 
right? <laughs> just in being the, uh, a menace uh, our, to society. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, so um, here's another poorly worded and correct information mm-hmm. <laughs> Derek's lore dive oh, yeah. so the reason why you, he hates um, Wookiee Chewbacca 2 um, hates that race Genos- no, Genosians um, I don't I, you know they're like Argonians but I, I can never remember their name <laughs> um, because I believe that that race um, is very uh, they hunt for sport and one of the best things you can hunt for sport is Wookiees. They were kind of play a, um, what is it called? The, um, the most dangerous game where they would release a couple of Mm. specimens on a planet and then hunt them for sport. And this is, that species is well known for doing that. And Wookiees, they absolutely detest them. So that's why he's just sitting there furious at them and then he you know only rips one arm off instead of two <laughs> yeah so Kersantin, i guess i never know how to pronounce his name appropriately has got this guy by the arms and this lady's being very diplomatic you know yeah it was, that was a good scene i like this bit like praising his ego offering to pay his drinks giving him the out you know and what does he do he just rips the arms off one of this arm. guy it's pretty hardcore. Well, I mean, that was a throwback to like the original trilogy, where yeah. you know I think Han Solo scares Luke with that, and uh, so he ripped off an arm, arm. Gets cut off too in the in those scenes. No, but Wookie does. Um, Chewbacca doesn't specifically rip anybody's oh, arms right, off. Right, right, right. Yeah, I think he says it when they were playing Dejaric, mm-hmm. and he was like, "You better let him win." Wookiees <laughs> rip arms off. Yeah. They'll take hold you like that and you know take both your arms off. So he took one arm off and he pays anyway. And Boba's like, "Well, it was worth a try." <laughs> I really this. I think this scene was done well, and it kind of uh, if you happen to know a little bit about the lore and that the species, those two species hate each other, that's kind of good. Or you you just think he's a crazy person, which is fine because he probably is. So. Um, I think it was a good scene, and then we have him. Yeah, it's interesting character yeah. for that guy. We definitely haven't seen the last of him. They invested that whole scene in him, so no. Well, he kind of yeah, he kind of joins the entourage. Right, he's like, "Yo, I'll give you a reason to fight," and yeah, uh, he so. takes him up on it. We don't know for how long, but I think he's going to be a permanent member of the uh, entourage now, um, as like an enforcer, like head enforcer. And uh, and we see him in the background of their, you know, uh, mafia-style dinner. Yep. So he's got That's his spooky. whole little ragtag team of enforcers. And uh, he's now got to try and win over the actual leader, crime leaders of Tatooine. Right. So it was an interesting scene, I guess. And the thing that sticks out to me the most is that, you know, Boba's not here to try and manipulate or negotiate or anything. He's just straight up like, this is what I'm going to do. If you want to join me, great. If not, just don't get in the way or don't work against me. And that's that. You know, he's not making demands. He's not blackmailing. He's not manipulating. He's not charming. He's like, this is what I'm going to do. And that's it. And they're like, we all know that the pikes are bad. And that's why I'm doing it. 
done. And one of I feel like one of them, and then they all agree. They say like, "Well, why don't we just kill you and do it our way?" And then he gets the rancor to scare them all to hell. Oh yeah, which is great. What prevents us all from killing you and taking what yeah. we want? Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good old rancor, which we so, didn't get to really see this episode. No, well, we saw his claw. So uh, you know, he's like you said, it's by respect. Here, I'm doing this or this. You guys can join. If you don't join fine just don't mess with me if you mess with me i'm gonna kill you all right. and hey that's pretty you know you lay it on the table it's pre- so if you mess with him he's gonna kill you which i think is fair yeah and it's he, you know uh, pretty intimidating yeah. stuff but so they accept his the the latter which was just don't you know foil my plans i'll handle everything myself and then you idiots can reap the rewards uh they're happy with it are happy enough and he says well it's a better offer than the pikes are going to make and they'll act in their self-interest so that works out pretty good um there so at the scene i think it's after they leave where they're all walking around um leaving the palace i i was so hoping he was going to open the gates and just like let the rancor destroy them all. <laughs> <laughs> and he would take that over that wouldn't I, be very fair no, but it was, like, so set up. Like, the angle of the camera was, like, up, down on the ground, and you were seeing them walk by, and you could see the big gates in the background. I was like, this would be amazing if he just killed all of them. He pulled, like, a full godfather and just killed all of them and just took over completely. That would be so great. Like you said, it's not in character, but it would have been very cool. And I was, I was like, please, please, please. But right. no. I know it would have been funny, but it would have gone against this whole I know, character building stuff cool. that Bobo was going for. He killed Bill Fortuna because he was working with those horrible rider people that he doesn't like. So he's was proven to be dishonorable, and that's that gone. Um, these guys, he just sees them as selfish people acting in their own best interest that he could at least get to not work against him. But what's interesting in these last moments when they're on the balcony is they're like, we must prepare for war. And they're talking about built buying an army. And Fennec Sand goes, uh, oh, you can buy an army. You can buy muscle if you know where to look. And then what do we hear? But the Mandalorian stinger. Right. So if he doesn't show up, like, come on. Like, there's no way he doesn't show up. And also, to good to know Boba's loaded. I guess it makes sense. <laughs> well, he's loaded because he took over Jabba's palace, you know? Well, he he also probably made a pretty penny from bounty hunting. He did a lot of personal um, uh, requests I to Vader. I guess you think all that stuff was too. lost at a certain point. Not really. It's probably in his, it. his Swiss account somewhere, you know? <laughs> Swiss <laughs> account it to the, tucked the into the slave one somewhere. The banking clan. Mm-mm. You know, I think it's fine. I think it's mostly because he took over Jabba's palace. Well, yes, but I do think he also was well off. You know, that that was the guy who was writing his checks for a while, and now he owns the place. So I think that's where the money's coming from. And, uh, yeah, we get the Mandalorian stinger, and then the episode ends. Right. We prepare for war. Buy some muscle. So now we're like, going to, like, buy a bunch of muscle in the next chapter, I guess, and try to build an army? Well, we got Mando. Uh, who else can he buy? That's it. I can't think of anybody. Uh, he could buy all the teenagers with their 
cybernetic body. They're already parts. in. No, he's not going to get it anymore. They're going to have the four that they have. I don't think they're going to get more. Uh, no, no he, it's anybody. He's going to have to get off-worlders. We have to think of off-worlders. And I don't know. Or maybe he um, joins the Tuscans together. Other tribes. Other tribes of Tuscans. That's good. Um, you know. Yeah, who knows where he's going to go. Maybe he's going to recruit the Jawas. I don't think so. They're shady. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're still not ready to culturally appreciate the Jawas. Well, I don't even know if they, they don't have a culture. They just kind of like steal crap and peace in their giant tank. But, I mean, that's what they wanted you to think about the Tuscan yeah, Raiders. I guess so. You're right. I fell into a, a trap. You got to check and your biases, now, man. <laughs> now, yeah. Well, now that we're talking about Jawas, I noted, I forgot what it was, but there was another sand crawler in Jawas on another planet, which was kind of weird. Hmm. But I don't remember. I guess. But they're off, like they're off world now. They're spreading. Well, I, I don't know the, yeah, they have spread. I think, but the, the odd thing about that is that the Jawas and the sand crawlers, I believe were like mining equipment that they repurposed. So it's odd that they would have the same mm. deal and equipment somewhere else. But mm-hmm. you know, who knows? Hey, who knows? So who Jawas, knows? Tuscans, Mando and bikers, biker teens. Um... I'm in. Yeah, spunky teens. A whole maybe they call on the whole, um, the whole bounty hunters guild to come. Mm. So you get all those characters from the episode hey, for one of pay. Yeah, maybe maybe they pay. get all the Mandalorians. I don't know if they haven't been eradicated yet. Actually, I think they've they're I, I think no. They're I think gone. a lot. Oh yeah, I think a lot place of them after were Mandalorian, and so all that stuff happened in Mandalorian. So some of them escaped though. They're not all dead. Mm-hmm. A lot of them died, but it's not. So what maybe, I <clears throat> yeah, but maybe the remains, the remainder of them, um, come and in exchange for like asylum in one of the cities, you know, hey, you could do your Mandalorian thing with your furnace and your smithing, and yeah, but you don't have to hide in the sewers. You could just, you know, live in the city. That would be cool. Right. You know, do a little. So I guess we'll see. Uh, we'll see. Uh, yeah. But for now, we are closing the books on Chapter 4 here. Chapter 5 airs tomorrow. It will have been yesterday by the time this episode goes out. Um, overall, I'm still enjoying the show very much, and it's still a high-quality show. My only criticism is after these last two episodes is we're having a hard time hitting – tone and style here for these characters in this show sometimes we get like quippy tropey platitude action scenes sometimes we get um more serious pieces sometimes things get skipped over sometimes things get like a lot of time that are just kind of silly so uh, we'll see where it goes we haven't really developed an antagonist yet just the threat of the pikes uh which is also, to me, kind of unusual. It's like, who's the enemy? It wasn't the twins. It wasn't the mayor. It's, it's not. It is the Pikes, but we don't know who. Yeah, well, um, sometimes there isn't. But I'm not. Yeah, and I'm, which like, I'm fine with. And I'm like thinking about all that stuff. I'm like, that doesn't necessarily make it bad. I don't want it to be one kind of show just so I can be familiar with like yeah. with how that how it works. It's like it can be its own thing, and so I'm just. It's all going to come down to how it wraps up. It's a character piece, and having no 
main antagonist, I haven't even it hasn't I haven't even thought about that. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. I I thought about it as like, oh, that's because we talked about that in another episode where like, oh, it's crime syndicates again. That's always like the over. That's the bad guy now. Yeah, Star Wars is always right. So I've thought about it, but it, like in this case, it's not. I I haven't thought about it as a detriment. Yeah, and it is. You know, it's it's a show about the character Boba Fett. I don't really. Yeah, it's trying new things and it's guy. going into the future of the timeline. Yeah. So I'm I'm all here for it. I'm ready. Yeah, and but a we... little less weird, like <laughs> odd, like it's the stuff that feels like it was directed by just somebody else. Yeah, if they could just cut that stuff out. The show would be flawless. Yeah, I think it needs a <laughs> bit more of a consistent drive and vision, but. That doesn't mean it needs it. You know, it's good without it. And now that we're all caught up uh, from all the flashbacks, uh, I think there's some opportunity in these last couple episodes to really get things cooking. And I think they're planning yeah. for that. And I'm excited to to see where it goes. Yeah, I mean, if we don't see Mando next episode, it's he's got to be in what the season finale or <laughs> You're something. Very He'll confident. Show up. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I am a hundred percent sure. Okay. You can't do that and not do it. <laughs> that would be insane, Charles. You You've can't tease the stingers. The whole, not just the stingers. You like cut in clips of the Mandalorian. I get like you have him with the um, the not the flashlights. They were like the flares. Like, flares, yeah, the flares. Then you have the uh, you know the Bib Fortuna scene. Then you have literally the uh-huh. so he's coming. Uh huh. Yeah, coming. yeah. And they share similar philosophies of like doing the right thing and. Yeah, being I mean, self-sufficient, but also he kind of owes opening your heart to, you know? to other people. Yeah, yeah. So, so I, I think we'll see him. Maybe it will be the finale, and that transitions into like what uh, season Boba three is going to be. Boba no, no, Mando, but, uh, three. Mando yeah. three, Mando three, Mando three. <laughs> yeah. So I could I could easily see that. So. Me too. But we will find out tomorrow. <laughs> we will find out another day. Or but for now, for you. we are closing the books on Mandalorian <laughs> season up uh, Book of Boba season 1 chapter 4. We are all in the pit together. RIP to the Sarlacc pits. Gone but not forgotten. Not fell into the pit. You fell in the pit. Boba was in the pit. <laughs> uh, never stops being funny. <laughs> R.I.P. Sarlacc Pit. Looking forward to more Boba. Again, I guess we'll see you next time. See you guys. Play us out, uh, Parks and Rec. <laughs> you fell into the pit. I was in the pit. You were in the pit. Beautiful. We all were in the pit. The pit. I was in the pit. You were in the pit. We all fell in the pit. The pit. I fell in the pit. Yeah.